welcome back to the Monday Morning Faith Podcast for the first episode of season two. I am so excited to be sharing the word with you today. My name is Emily and on this podcast we talk about the Bible, we talk about faith, we talk about God. Um, This is a space to explore our faith together, uh, to learn new things and to allow God to speak to us and allow him to have access to every area of our life, uh, no area off limit and to encourage each other on that journey. Um, That is the goal of the podcast. I hope it strengthens you in your faith and encourages you in your day-to-day living. Um, I'm really excited to launch season two with the first podcast being on the topic of gossip. This is something I've personally struggled with my whole life um, and am constantly having to surrender to God because my temptation to gossip, especially as a female, I find is constantly in my surroundings, um, whether it be with family members or friends or just in public, the, um, the inner flesh within me always wants to, and is always prepared to tear another down or to give a juicy bit of information that I probably shouldn't be sharing. I've heard it best said this way, um, outside of the Bible, some advice I've heard that I appreciate is that if that person, uh, if they were standing there, the person you're talking about, would you still say the same thing? If you would say the same thing, then go ahead. And if you wouldn't, then don't say it. Um, And that also, in a way, kind of stems from the Bible verse that says, treat others how you want to be treated. Um, I'm paraphrasing that, of course. But um, nonetheless, uh, God asks us to treat our neighbors how we want to be treated. So we ought to do that, especially in the lack of their presence. We're going to go through some Bible verses today that talk about gossip and warn us, especially throughout the Proverbs. If you're looking for um, a place to deep dive and do some extra reading, I would highly encourage you to read through the Proverbs um, on the topic of gossip and treating others. Um, It's a very impactful book of the Bible. It's one of my favorites. I love the punch the author writes with, um, which is uh, thought to be Solomon, I believe. Um, but don't quote me on that. And just the way the Proverbs speak such truth so bluntly, it doesn't leave a lot of room for uh, interpretation. It just calls it as it is, which I appreciate. Um, although I do still love going through it with commentary for um, further in-depth uh, learning in that area. So yeah, we're going to go through some verses about gossip, but then I... Personally, just like when I listen to any kind of Christian podcast or sermon and it doesn't leave me with anything I can actually do to apply to the situation so that I can grow and that I can learn from it. That's always really frustrating to me and I don't ever want to leave you guys with um, with knowledge of something but no, not knowledge of what to do about something. So um, If we are not to gossip, I believe the antidote to that is to gossip to God instead, which sounds very weird in the sentence I put it in, but I like it because it sounds catchy and it's easy to remember. Gossip to God. Um, Gossip to God is my way of uh, saying talk to God and pray to God and flipping the idea of gossip on its head. Gossip is a way of, in my understanding, releasing anger, frustration, discontentment, um, or um, it's a way of being liked by others, a way of catching other people's attentions, feeling accepted, feeling heard, all those things. We gossip for a variety of reasons, even outside of what I just listed. Um, 
but rather I ask that we would find that release, that emotional release in talking to God instead. And that's how I want to encourage you guys today. So rather than gossiping to other people and hoping that that us saying those words or sentences is going to make us feel better or that the person's response will make us feel better, let's bring that to God instead, uh, to the place he invites us to do that through prayer, through talking to him aloud in our heads, confessing our hearts, pouring our hearts out like water in his presence, as it says in Lamentions. And I have found that gossiping to God results in much better fruit for our lives um, it brings actual true satisfaction, not lingering satisfaction, because you might resonate with this, but once you gossip about one thing, then it's like the door is hinged wide open and out comes a flood of other, uh, hurtful things, um, things you shouldn't say, things that seem so minor and minuscule, yet are harmful to someone else's reputation, um, harmful to the conversation and fellowship you're sharing with other people and ultimately harmful to yourself as well um and it's not producing good fruit in you and god does call us higher um for his sake and ours um so let's go through some verses about gossip proverbs says in proverbs eleven thirteen, a gossip betrays a confidence but a trustworthy person keeps a secret we can be so quick to um, to say something we know that someone probably entrusted to the both of us between two people, but we break that confidence so frequently in our lives uh, for the sake of being accepted by other people and whatnot. And we can take this caution um, and ask the Holy Spirit to help us, to convict us, to think twice before betraying someone else's confidence. Um, gossip at someone else's expense for your gain is never Christ-like and God will help us through it. Um, if we ask and beg the Holy Spirit for conviction on the matter, um, all we have to do is yield to it. Um, and God will give us the power to do so through prayer. Um, it says along those same lines in Proverbs sixteen twenty eight. it says a perverse person stirs up conflict and gossip separates close friends. Um, it's kind of straightforward to see, of course, why gossip would separate closeness and friendship. But we have to think about the ramifications it actually has. That saying, oh, did you hear? Um, yeah, her dad cheated on her mom. Saying things like that about other people it really separates the relationship because if that person found out you've been seeing those things, they probably wouldn't be overly comfortable with it. And it's really causing a division in between the friendship, if not in actuality, if in your heart. Um, so we ought to uh, turn ourselves away from the temptation to uh, overshare details of other people's lives. Um, when in doubt, compliment it out. Just focus on things you can say that build each other up rather than tear each other down, which is a verse we're going to get to a bit later. Um, when, uh, when Paul talks in 2 Corinthians in chapter 12, um, he talks about um, the fear, his fear of how he might find the people in the church of Corinth um, the state he might find them in. He talks about them being in discord, fits of rage, jealousy, selfish ambition, ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. 
And we see this group and this list of things. They're all relational sins. They're all things that divide us when Jesus calls us to love our neighbor. Um, this list is the opposite. And gossip is opposite of loving our neighbor, as is slander. So we ought to um, take those emotions. Notice how it's paired with jealousy, anger, selfish ambition, arrogance. We have to take those emotions and bring them to God rather than other people. Uh, the healthiest place we can deal with those things is by confessing them to God and not um, expecting to receive harsh judgment um, or anger from the Lord, but to expect to receive his grace and mercy instead. And we're going to get to more of that comfort that God offers us to offers us when we turn to him later. Um, in the Psalms, it even says to keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies, to turn from evil and do good, to seek peace and pursue it. Looking like you're seeking peace looks like you're not gossiping and that you're fighting the desire to gossip. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, the word says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that may benefit those who listen. It's so hard not to let ourselves go down the road of unwholesome speech, things that tear others down but build us up. Rather, the word of God calls us to build others up, to celebrate our own weaknesses. This is contrary to what the world tells us to do. The world asks us to build ourselves up. It says that if we don't build ourselves up, no one else is going to. But the Lord died um, for your sake to build you up so that you would glorify him. And we don't need to boast of ourselves. We boast of Christ. Um, And we don't need to tear others down. We actually need to build others up. And treating others how we want to be treated is just one great way we can do that. Just as we desire encouragement and affection and love and grace, um, we ought to extend those things to other people um, in hopes that, yes, maybe we might receive them. But even if we don't, we don't give to get. So we remember that great is our reward in heaven if not received yet here on earth. Um, And we definitely don't want to say false things for the approval of others, for ourselves to get ahead. Exodus 23 says, Do not spread false reports. Do not help a guilty person by being a malicious witness. Uh, James goes back to slandering others and speaking to that. James 4, chapter 4, verse 11 says, Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. Um... We just see time and time again, the Bible is really, really uh, nailing home the idea that we should not be gossiping or slandering and saying bad things about one another. It is really contrary to the uh, gospel love that we find in Jesus. And um, when we think about what would Jesus say, um, I think Jesus would have preserved a lot of his close friendships by holding uh, certain things sacred between the two of them. I don't think that Jesus would have had a conversation with James and then go on to Peter and told Peter everything that was said in that conversation. Um, even we can disguise uh, gossip 
and make it look holy and wrap it in a nice bow of uh, Christian caringness and say, oh, well, I was only saying that thing so that um, the person would know that they are in need so that they can pray for them. But I think when we're uh, sharing anything, we ought to do the really awkward, difficult thing, which is go to that person. If someone's parents are experiencing a divorce, before going to your whole small group and saying, oh my gosh, everyone, we should totally pray for this person because their parents are going through a divorce. We need to go to that person and say, hey, I really would love to support you through prayer um, with everything you're going through. And I'm praying for you in my personal private life, but I know how difficult this has been for you. And I'd love to call in some of my brothers and sisters in my small group to pray for this as well, um, because I really believe that God can... um, can work in this situation for you and I just am pleading with you that um if you find it acceptable if you would be comfortable with it that that is something you'd allow me to do and if not I respect your decision and I'm not going to talk to other people about this because uh our confidence in our friendship means the world to me and I would never betray that because you mean so much to me and that's just an example of one thing but we really um, need to be careful about inviting other people into other people's problems. Um, and we need to get other people's permission if we're going to be doing that. Um, because I do believe that's a Christ-like response in that situation. That is what Jesus would do. Um, it says in Proverbs ten nineteen, sin is not ended by multiplying words, but the prudent hold their tongues. Uh, yes, indeed, we can see that those who are wise in our lives are very careful about what they say and they give a lot of thought to what they say. They don't speak whatever comes to the mind because our mind is ruled uh, by our flesh and by sin as much as it is by Christ and we have to fight to let Christ overpower those other thoughts. We have to turn to God. We have to use our spiritual armor of the word to defeat fleshly thoughts um, they can be also called intrusive thoughts popularly on social media. I see that all the time. Oh, my intrusive thoughts. Um, yes, we must hold our tongues for that reason because just as they are intrusive thoughts, they can be intrusive and hurtful and destructive words if we are not careful. Um, so why don't we, now that we've talked, I could go on and on. There's so many, so many verses about gossip, um, but now that we've talked about it a little bit more, why don't we jump into the invitation to talk to God instead? Let's gossip to God instead. Now that we've seen how horrifically destructive gossip can be to our lives, um, let's nail it home with a good takeaway about what we can do in response and what God truly offers us. Because it's not us doing it. It's God offering us um, a way out always. Um, we know that one verse in Corinthians that says, um, God will not tempt us beyond what we can bear and when we are tempted he will provide a way out so that we can endure it so if you are tempted to gossip just know that if you call on the name of jesus christ in your prayers silently in your head in that moment he will provide you a way out he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear and let's just talk about some of the invitations he gives to us to turn to him and why gossiping to him is just so much better in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, it says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Often when we're gossiping, it's because we're deeply hurt and because 
that hurt is causing all sorts of emotions such as anxiety in us. So we can cast that on him. Instead of chucking that up like vomit onto others, we can cast it to the Lord who cares for us. And he wants us to talk to him. He doesn't want us to bring hate and anger into our other relationships. He wants us to focus on loving others in those spaces. And if we're not capable of loving others because we have hate and hurt in our hearts, then we ought to bring that to God so he can turn that back into love. And it is only by the power of the Holy Spirit through our conversations with God that that is even remotely possible. Um, Psalm 145 says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. And the Psalms are so beautiful because they show us that we don't have to hide the ugliness of life and human relationships. We don't have to hide it from him. The Lord already knows what we need before we ask. Um, so we call out to him in truth. We tell him how people have hurt us, how much pain we're in. We tell him all those ugly things about people. We tell him our hatred, our dislike, our sufferings. And he is what makes us whole. He is what restores the love in our veins again. There is confidence that we can have in choosing to gossip to God instead. And this confidence is spoken about in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. It says, This is a confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So we're not talking to a blank wall. We're not talking to an empty room or an empty chair or an empty space. There is someone actively listening, actively with us, holding our imaginary hand in the process of our pain, in the process of our wanting to be liked, our wanting to be freed of such emotion and baggage. God is with us in it, and he hears us. He is listening, and we can be confident in that. So if we say gossiping to God just doesn't feel as good or doesn't feel as right as gossiping to a person, uh, persist in it, keep turning to God, and Don't stop turning to God until you are confident that he has heard you. Um, Persist in the prayer until you're confident he has heard what you have said. Um, And I believe he will make you confident of that. In Jeremiah 29, verse 12 to 13, it says, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So in your pain, seek him with all your heart. And the word of God assures us, that we will be listened to, that he is our refuge. And we will find what we need in our time of need. And that is so beautiful that we have a God who loves us just that much. And we don't have to do these big, long, drawn-out prayers. Matthew 6, 7 says, And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. And what that means is you don't have to perform for God. You're not a circus animal. You're not to be just doing it for show. God knows what you need before you even speak. The purpose is instead of taking that pain and anger and need to be liked and throwing that into your relationships with other people, take that to God who hears you, who knows you, who loves you, who's created you, who is compassionate to your pain because he went through the same pains when he was here on earth in the form of Jesus. And so You don't need to babble on. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to perform. Just state to God how you're feeling and he will hear you. 
and he does care for you and he does have compassion for you um i encourage you today to turn to god to gossip gossip to god instead of taking our negativity into the world and into our conversations with others pause turn to god gossip to god be the light of the world when you are done that conversation with god I promise you, you will feel fulfilled because the word of God promises us that he will rescue us time and time again. We see in countless stories throughout the Bible, he does rescue us from ourselves, from our pain, from our emotion. And let the word of God refresh you. Turn to God in the text as well. Look up some of the verses I've talked about today. Um, Search them, search for the Lord with all your heart and you will find him. And you will find the refreshment you so um, so very much search for and have been looking for in gossiping. The relief you get from gossiping is temporary. The relief you get from talking to God is eternal. Yet sometimes we must do it time and time again. There's some things we want to gossip about so bad that we must turn to God about day and day and day over and over again. Because some things are just extraordinarily painful. But great is your reward in heaven for doing the right thing and for withholding your anger on humans, but taking it out on the God who can bear it all. He can bear it all for us. And he has on the cross. And that is evidence to why we can trust him with our gossip, why we can trust him with any and every emotion. Uh, Pray the Psalms, go through the laments, the lamenting Psalms. They will find your way in your heart and they will bury themselves deep in it so that when you are tempted to sin that you will remember them you will remember god and by the power of the holy spirit he will help you through it and that is my prayer for you today let's close in prayer dear lord i just help ask that you would help whoever is listening whoever is uh struggling with gossip as i have and still do that by the power of the holy spirit you would convict us when we are so tempted that we would turn to you in prayer and through prayer we would find peace in you that you would deliver us from negative emotion that you would deliver us from our hurt and that you would make a way for peace in our fellowship with other people that you would help us be the light of the world that you would allow us to cast our burdens on you and to remember that we can and remember that you died on a cross so that we could and that you desire that relationship with us you don't desire our performance and us being superficial, God, help us remember that. Help us remember we don't have to be good enough. We just have to come to you and lay it all at your feet. So God, as we go into the world, help us not be gossips, but help us build others up for your name's sake. God, lead us in the way everlasting. In your holy name we pray. Amen.